0: Are they done it? Steven Gerrard, an instant hero. Can you believe it? With the attacking no Naldo, the comeback is complete. a stunning second half from Schalke. Good evening, folks. Welcome to Schalke America. You are deprived of the typical. Intro, because you are deprived of the main man himself, Mister Richard Carmen, uh, this evening. Uh, he is with us behind the scenes, working some of the tech magic. Maybe he'll communicate with some of you uh, in the chat tonight, but he's a little bit under the weather, unable to speak and uh, you know perform at his typical podcast duties. There he is in the chat, participating already. So I want to say hi to Richard. You're going to be stuck with me uh, all evening tonight, unfortunately, to break down uh, this penultimate fixture in the Bundesliga season um an absolutely crucial one for Schalke um the final three games of the season of course uh you know uh bookended with with Bayern Munich and RB Leipzig two games that uh we did not feel confident about winning um in any season really uh, especially in a season uh this year we're here in the uh, in the relegation places uh the central game of those three of course Frankfurt not necessarily a winnable game, uh, given how things have gone for us this season, but certainly the most winnable of those three and the one that we were targeting as, as a game that we almost certainly needed to win to guarantee our survival in the Bundesliga season. Um, our ability to stay up. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we did not get the three points. Uh, it was a 2-2 draw and we'll get into that in a second. Um, Really entertaining game, though. Uh, Lots of drama, Um, uh, some questionable referee decisions on both ends, potentially. Uh, But ultimately, we came up a little bit short, and now we kind of leave it with it. All to do uh, in the final game against Leipzig, which is going to be a tall order. Of course, Leipzig beating a 6-1 last time we faced them. Um, Some of the teams around us getting unfortunate results. Stuttgart um, absolutely pounding Mainz 4-1. We got the result against Mainz. A few weeks ago, unfortunately, everyone's getting results against mines at the moment, and uh, Stuttgart have uh, getting a big result here that's going to help their season. Um, near the end, let's get into uh, the match. There's Richard working on potentially pulling up the uh, the starting lineups for me, but um, quickly here, we'll talk about uh, Frankfurt, Kevin trapping goal. Uh, we know him in Dika Tuda, and uh, Touré. Uh, in the back three, they played sort of a 3 4 2 1 shape. Uh, Oliver Glasner deploying his, his his men there, uh, Christopher Lentz. Uh, Discount Goretzka, as I like to call him. I think he kind of looks like Goretzka. Um, so uh, Sebastian Rutta, Buta um, as well. Buta causing problems for Matriciani down the right-hand side, although Matriciani actually, I think, performed quite well in this game. And then, of course, you have uh, sort of the front free, uh, the, the duo of Kamadan, uh, Mario Getza, and then Kola um, um who needs no introduction, having a very good season um, and was super dangerous in, in this game, as you would uh, expect. Schalke lining up in the 4-2-3-1 that we typically line up in uh Brunner back in the starting lineup um Vandenberg and Jens sort of our, our young lone pairing uh working the center back positions this one Matriciani on left back duty uh no yearning no Obian. so Matriciani once again deployed in sort of the uh, the old McKenny role right of uh being stuck in wherever we need somebody to uh to to, to put in a shift and play play 90 minutes um central midfield pairing uh, of Krawl and Kraus that's you know what's supposed to be sort of our optimum pairing. We can talk into whether or not it really went that way in this game. Um, essentially, we have Rodrigo Salazar starting from the get-go, which is, I think, something that was probably important uh, in a game like this where we need three points, need a result, need a score. You probably need Salazar on from from the start if you can, if you can do it. Um, Skarka on the right-hand side, uh, and then Keenan Karaman sliding over from the right to the left to replace uh, Marius Bolter, who, as we know, Picked up his fifth yellow card again in that game against Bayern Munich and ultimately suspended for this one. Not able to participate in this important game. And then Zeman Torada up top starting from the get-go in what was his last game uh, in front of the Schalke fans, the last home game of the season here um, and one of his final games probably ever in the Bundesliga in the top flight. Uh, And Schalke were in dreamland early, uh, within I think the first or second minute. It's Simon Torada of all people, who, uh, who gets Schalke on the score sheet. Um, it, I mean, you can see, like, the excitement of the commentary team, even, uh, from the neutral perspective, just because of how important they knew that goal was for Schalke and the fact that we got it so early. Um, it's Keenan Caramont, I think, who, who draws a foul down the left-hand side, and then uh, I believe it was Salazar who whipped the ball in. It's not a spectacular header. Or anything. It's not placed in the corner, but Zeman did well to, to peel away from his defender, make good contact, get it on target. And sometimes that's all you need. And, uh, you know, Richard and I talked, I think, last podcast, like, wouldn't it be poetic if, if Zeman Tarada, of all people, was able to start and, you know, score a goal in front of the home fans for the last time and potentially bow out of the Bundesliga, um, you know, contributing to a you know, hugely significant result for Schalke that helped them stay up. Um, ultimately, that narrative isn't quite what happened because Schalke were not able to get over the line in this one, but, uh, an amazing moment for, for Zeman Tirada, um, be able to have to kind of have that, you know, in front of the fans and, uh, you know, score at least one more Bundesliga goal. Um, you know, he, not good enough this season on the whole Zeman Tirada, of course, but we kind of expected that going in. And I think he deserved that moment anyway, just because of everything he did for us, uh, last campaign, his, you know, his record setting goal tally being as significant as it was to our promotion campaign and, and title in the second division, uh, last season, but yeah, Dream start for Schalke. I think through the first ten minutes or so, we actually looked quite good. Um, and really, I think overall in the first half, it was a, it was a fairly even game. Um, I think I think Schalke competed. I think we had probably a similar number of chances overall. Um, Keenan Caramon, I'd actually like to shout out in particular. Uh, that's somebody who I've been very critical of this season. He's had a couple, you know big moments here and there in the second half of the season where he's like, you know, helped make a big play when we needed it. But but ultimately, I think he's been, as I've said repeatedly on the podcast, you know, not up to the standard. Keenan Caramont in this game I thought was our best player in the first half and maybe one of our best players overall, if not the best. Um, not as to say that everything he touched in this game, you know, turned to gold, but he certainly touched a lot in this game, and I think that speaks to uh, his approach and his work ethic in this one. He was super industrious, uh, you know, trying to make an effort to get in behind, for his teammates uh, to, to, to be an option for them and uh, was at the heart of a lot of what we did uh, well in the final third in this one. Like I said, I think it was him that drew the free kick within the first like minute or so that ultimately led um, to that Zeman Tarada goal. Um, ultimately things opened up a little bit. I do think Frankfurt kind of grew into the game after that first 10 minutes, even though ultimately it was fairly even. Wani um, was very difficult for us to contend with and, um, and he really goes all over the pitch, left to right. He'll pop up on the left in one transition moment. You know, the next transition, a couple minutes later, he's on the right side. He's very difficult to keep track of and was really trying to stretch us out of position. Um, you know, great on the ball, great off the ball. he's, I mean, he's a really solid player. I'd be surprised if Frankfurt were able to, to hold on to him. I'm sure he's going to be targeted by somebody. Um, but anyway, he's, he has the ball on the right-hand side of the pitch, ultimately crosses it down to Kamada. And uh, Tom Krause, for my liking, backs off of him far too much, um, gives him way too much space. I think we, I don't know if it was Tom Krause that made a similar mistake, but I think we've seen this a couple of times from Schalke in the second half of the season where, um, you know, a player picks up the ball sort of on the edge of the box and our defenders back off of them way too much. They're able to take one step, you know, kind of get that yard of space to fire off a shot. Uh, Kamada does that. And unfortunately, um, it's, it's fall of season once again. Um, it's, it's a ball that, he in all honesty should have taken care of and it finds a way to squirt underneath him kind of under his hands under his torso and get into the back of the net you know it's not hit into the corner it's a decent shot but it's not you know absolutely rifle or anything he's there in time he's down he makes contact with it and he's not able to keep it out i mean i, I don't know if i want to call it a like a full-on goalkeeper howler um, but it's certainly a save that he should make Um, and it's the kind of thing that we were concerned about when Ralph Fairman um, ultimately went down with injury and, uh, you know, was not going to be available likely for the remainder of the season. Um, I remember talking to uh, Ethan at Tedesco time on Twitter um, a, a number of weeks ago when this happened, saying, you know, we weren't super optimistic that Chalko were going to be able to stay up anyway. Um, but, you know, once Fairman went down, it, all hope was essentially lost. And that's, and, I mean, I'm not trying to pile on to schwalov I know he's gotten a lot of abuse um, from the fans, some of that potentially crossing the line in terms of, you know, the kind of things we should be saying to people, regardless of how passionate we are. Um, It is a sporting event at the end of the day, but um, yeah, not, not, not good enough. Um, He's the kind of goalkeeper, unfortunately, that at times seems to create goals for the, for the opposition. Um, You know, it's one thing if you're not, you know, making spectacular saves and not, you know, but if you can just be solid, make the saves you're supposed to make and just keep a low profile, that's really all we need from a goalkeeper at this point, you know, in the relegation fight. And um, unfortunately, too many mistakes from him down the stretch, and he uh, he, gives, he gives Frankfurt a goal in this one, in my opinion. Not good enough, um, and that's how we invited Frankfurt uh, back into the game. Super unfortunate. First half ends uh, 1-1, like I said, overall fairly even. Um, second half, I think uh, Frankfurt had the best of that for the first at least 20 minutes, I would say, until the 65th minute or so. Um, game, I think, certainly opened up quite a bit. Uh, the first half, it was bogged down a lot more. Um, particularly centrally. Uh, you know, Frankfurt with that 3-4-2-1 with that, with that numerical advantage in sort of the central midfield positions as opposed to our four, two, three, one, um, made it difficult for us. I think in the second half, it really did open up a little bit. Um, they they put us under a lot of pressure. And uh, ultimately Frankfurt is able to take the lead and make it two one. And it, it's it's another. Pretty poor goal to concede, you have to say. Ultimately, um, uh, Gertz is kind of on the right hand side, squeaks it through. I forget who he plays it to initially, um, and uh, ultimately crosses it into the center of the box. And uh, Tom Krause involved once again. I mean, this is a player who's been super important for us. One of our better players over the course of this camp- campaign. One of our more consistent players. Um, you know, he's sort of the furthest player opposite from where the ball gets played in from so he has sort of the best view of the situation. Um he needs to I don't know if he needs to shout to Matriciani or communicate more and let him know that he's got a man on so he's making that run. He's got to be more vocal, he's got to track him. Fails to do that, lets him sneak through Matriciani, you know the player comes in from behind him so he's he's not tracking it as well as he should. And ultimately it's a free man in the box and it's a very easy cross and it's it's far too easy of a goal to concede um from Shaka's perspective in my opinion. So I think that's what makes this, this draw a little bit more frustrating as well is not just, you know, the fact that, hey, we drew a, we drew a better team than us, but it's the nature of the goals that we conceded, um, you know, the, the Shvolov mistake and then what I think is pretty poor defending overall um, on, on that particular play. So Frankfurt take the lead. Uh, super demoralizing moment. Um, fortunately, I think around 68th, 70th minute, Schalke started getting a foothold back into the game. You started seeing some subs get made. Um, uh, Drexler came in, I believe, for Skarka. You saw Donnie Lotsa come in for uh, Tom Krause. You ultimately had Sebastian Poulter come in for Zeman Tarada. And then you had uh, Tobias Moore, Tobias Moore-Sighting, who has just not been a fact for the season uh, at all, uh, has, has looked pretty poor, if not absolutely horrific, in, in many of the appearances he's made for us this season. Hasn't featured recently, to my, to my recollection, unless I'm forgetting some recent cameo appearances from him, uh, but he comes into the game and ultimately makes a huge impact. Um, you got to say, you know, the, the subs from Thomas Rice were, were spot on. I don't know how how genius they are in terms of those were kind of just the guys that are available at this point. But, um, yeah, uh, you, you started seeing some good combination play down the left-hand side between, you know, Tobias Moore and Matriciani. And, you know, Patriciani, shout out to him once again, just looked, looked absolutely gassed but was still putting in the effort, putting in the hard yards at the end of the game. Um, and he's – Absolutely instrumental in, in the lead-up to uh, the, the ultimate equalizer uh, for Schalke, where he's kind of fighting off multiple players, shows his strength in one-on-one duels, um, is able to play it into Tobias more, And then Tobias more. when we talk about where he's at his best, where is it? It's in and around the final third, working on the left, creating overloads and, and, and advantages, and then ultimately playing in balls with his left foot. He gets one on his left foot, play, like bends it around the defender, just kind of into that area right between... You know, the back line and the goalkeeper and, and Poulter is there, puts a foot on it, um, and he gets it past the keeper, makes no mistake about it. So, uh, you know, pretty incredible for the subs to come on and have that kind of an impact. Um, the Vellum's arena was rocking when that happened, gave us a little hope that maybe in the final 10 minutes or so, we could find a way uh, to, to squeak something out. Um, but ultimately, that was not to be this game ends uh, two to two, um, had some additional chances down the stretch, you know, as well. Um, there were some other, you know, decent decent looks at goal that we weren't able to to convert, um, and it's 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 tough, especially once again when you, when you think about the nature of the goals that we conceded. Um, this was a game that, in all likelihood, we needed the three points from, and you know we've been horrible offensively, but we found a way to score two goals, and then you get the goal from Schwolov, like you know, taking it away, um, and then ultimately the poor defending as well. So, um, yeah, heartbreak. It, it puts us in a position, especially with Stuttgart. Um being victorious against Mainz this weekend., uh, we're now you know, there really is almost no option outside of us trying to to go ahead and and find a way to get a result against Leipzig. Um, not looking good. It hasn't been looking good for a while, but that that's the situation we're in ultimately, and um, i'm not I'm not sure it's gonna get uh, much better. Um and the other thing that's unfortunate is that RB Leipzig really doesn't have anything to play for in the final game. That's a good thing for us, uh, unfortunately for their teams is that, I think they have more than a three-point cushion to third place, and they and they have more than a three-point cushion to second. Um, so hope, maybe a potential to take a foot off the gas. I honestly doubt that. Uh, but hopefully uh, that'll be uh, the case for us. As you can see, Richard pulling up the table here for us to take a look at uh, Hertha Berlin all, all, all already relegated officially. They're down in 18th. Schalke, unfortunately, in 17th now, one point behind both Bauckham and Stuttgart three points behind Augsburg, in uh, 14th with 34 points. If you look at the schedules remaining, Augsburg takes on Gladbach, a possible loss there for them. Although really, Augsburg is not the team you know three points ahead that we're really targeting to try to maintain safety. Stuttgart plays Hoffenheim. Uh, that's a game that could could go uh, either way. And I think at this point, you know, Augsburg. I mean, Hoffenheim being out of reach, sort of uh, with 35 points and 13th. We're hoping that. Um, Hoffenheim, uh, absolutely puts the beat down, uh, on Stuttgart for us so that we can potentially, uh, you know, jump them if we are able to, to pick up that result. And then, uh, Buchmann playing Leverkusen. So, uh, you know, Leverkusen something to play for, uh, right on the cusp of those European places. Uh, they have some motivation going into the final game of the season and you would expect that plus the, um, you know, the talent differential to, to see them through, but, um, you know, Bochum, unfortunately have found a way to pull results out down the stretch. They just, they found a way to get, you know, th- those high goal scoring games and, and pick up the three points, you know, punctuated throughout the second half of the season in, in situations where we didn't. So always a possibility for them as well. Um, look, I mean, we're not out of it by any stretch. Um, it's, it's entirely possible that both, um, you know, Bochum and, 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 Stuttgart uh, could could lose could lose their matches, and um, you know if we find a way to get a result against the Leipzig team that's not really playing for something in the end, we could be safe, and you know all this could be for nothing. It could be kind of an anticlimactic, um, if you will, in terms of what we're kind of expecting. You know the doom of the relegation. We could find a way to just kind of sneak out of it, right at the end. But it's going to take quite a bit of doing. The positive is that Marius Bolter will likely uh, be back. Um. Although unfortunately, you know, the likes of Tom Krause, maybe not. He was injured in this game, ultimately left early as well. Uh, he was playing kind of poorly anyway before that. So I'm I'm not, I'm not upset that he got taken off necessarily, but you know, came up injured in that game. Um so we'll see. But anyway, uh the final game of the season on Saturday at Leipzig. Um Richard will be doing, uh, assuming he's well enough at that point, a stream later in the day to sort of kind of recap what took place and uh either maybe celebrate us staying up or just kind of provide a an internet space and a hangout for us to kind of all commiserate together if ultimately uh shall could do go down this weekend um i guess what i would say for the moment here just before i kind of sign off like i said short pod richard not with us we're going to probably keep it you know under 20 minutes here or so but um i guess the one thing i would say is uh you know, us being in the second division last season really made me appreciate, you know, what it means to be a supporter of a club and and not take for granted, you know, the good times and being in the Bundesliga. Um, so I think, you know, my approach coming into this season was just um, enjoy it, have fun with it. You know, be, be glad that you're back in the top division and enjoy that experience for what it is, um, you know, given the unsteadiness of the club's position at the moment. And uh, yeah, it's been a really fun ride. And hopefully we can find some joy in the end of it, um, even if it's a beatdown this weekend against Leipzig. You know, it, it, it's been a good run, and hopefully we can we can bounce back up. Uh, one other thing I'll mention is if Schalke find a way to end up in, um, uh, you know, uh, 16th place, I should say uh, the, the the playoff position. I don't even know if that's possible mathematically. I have to relook at that. Um, I'm assuming, and maybe I don't know if there's like a, a tiebreaker that would see us knocked down if we got that one point and ended up tying. But anyway. Um, one of the teams in position is actually, I think, Hamburg at the moment in the second division is in that promotion playoff spot in third. So wouldn't that be uh, pretty crazy if it was a, a big club like Schalke trying to avoid going down? And then, of course, Hamburg trying to come back up for the first time since they ultimately went back down. What was that, 2017-18, something like that? Um, you know, the team that had been in the Bundesliga since, what, 1963 or something like that continuously. And then they go down for the first time and they've struggled to bounce right back up. Schalke were very fortunate to have done that, to go on that run late last season, ultimately securing the title and promotion. Um, that was far from a guarantee and looks far from certainty for most of the season. So um, yeah, hopefully we stay up. And uh, if not, hopefully it's, it's 16th and not 17th. Um, and then we at least have a fighting shot and maybe we have a couple interesting games against a team like Hamburg, So something to look forward to potentially, but um, we'll see until then, everybody uh, I'm, I'm Jack Mangan for, Richard Carmen working Tech Support this evening. You can follow me at JM Mangan JM on Twitter until um, the next pod comes as Richard would say say stay ready look out take care.